Hello and welcome to the Fleming Film Show with me, Robbie Fleming, where we take a look at films and what they mean to us as an audience. In the first episode today, we're going to be looking at one of my all-time favourite directors, David Fincher. David Fincher is known for directing Fight Club, The Social Network, Gone Girl and Seven. The reason why I've decided to talk about David Fincher in this episode is because his new film Mank comes on to Netflix in December, and this will be his first film in six years. This is a film I'm really looking forward to watching. For those who don't know, Mank is a film about Herman J. Mankiewicz, who is played by Gary Oldman, and his battle with Orson Welles for the screenwriting credits of Citizen Kane. The reason why I'm looking forward to this film is because I watched Citizen Kane for the first time earlier this year. I also did a review of this film, which you can check out on www.robbiesreviews.co.uk. That's www.robbiesreviews.co.uk. So let's go back to the beginning and explore the origins of David Fincher's career. David Fincher started out like most Hollywood directors do. He was directing music videos for the likes of Michael Jackson, Madonna, George Michael and Aerosmith. That all changed to Fincher when in 1992 he was hired to direct the third Alien film, Alien 3. Unfortunately, Alien 3 got negative reviews and Fincher has disowned the project since and he blames the studios for interfering with the project. The whole production was a nightmare. Alien 3 was just a bad movie altogether. It's not David Fincher's fault it was bad, it was more the studio's fault and the scripts. In fact, this is actually my least favorite film out of the Alien franchise, so it can get much worse than this. I could go into why Alien 3 doesn't work any day, but for now let's look at the positive side. However, in 1995, David Fincher's second film, Seven, was a big success. Starring Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, Seven is a psychological thriller film focusing on two detectives hunting for a serial killer with the motive of the seven deadly sins for his murders. You know, Seven was the first film I watched by David Fincher, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. The way how Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt portray their performances as detectives, it's, they're just fantastic together, and they work well together. It's really brilliant. I love the story to it with the seven deadly sins, and the really big quiz at the end, which I... Won't ruin for you guys. I also like how he directs the film with the cinematography and how he makes it all dark and gritty. And the Los Angeles setting is just fantastic. I also praise Howard Shaw for doing a really fantastic score that suits the film perfect, perfectly. And I think Seven is one of Fincher's best films standing. You should check it out and form your own opinion. Check out Seven. What makes Seven stand out as a cinematic masterpiece for me is because it introduces David Fincher's style perfectly. David Fincher's directing style mainly features dark and gritty atmospheres, and he also uses more static shots because he doesn't like using handheld cameras. After the success of Seven, he directed The Game, which was released in 1997. Fun fact, David Fincher wanted to make The Game before he made Seven. <sighs> I am yet to watch the game, but I am going to get round to it. 
because I want to do it as a review for Robbie's Reviews. Even though I don't like Sean Penn, I do like Michael Douglas, and I enjoy watching him in films. So at least I've got one reason to look forward to this film. Plus, because of Finch's directing, and I love his past work, I reckon it's going to be a good watch. In 1999, the peak of films is what I like to call 1999. David Fincher made my all-time favourite movie, as you guys know, Fight Club. Based on Chuck Palahniuk's 1996 novel Fight Club, Fight Club is a film starring Brad Pitt, Edward Norton and Helen Bonham Carter that focuses on the themes Anarchy, Rebellion and Consumerism. I don't really want to get into the plot of Fight Club because I'll be breaking the first two rules. But what I am going to tell you now is why Fight Club is my favourite film of all time. The reason why Fight Club is my favourite film of all time is because it's different compared to other films. I like the way how this is structured with the narrative and presents a perfectly well-written story. I also like the film's style and I think it's visually perfect with its editing and its cinematography and it really goes well with this film's narrative. Also, the acting performances in the film are absolutely spectacular. Brad Pitt pulls off a fantastic lead performance and is one of the best performances of his career. I also like the performances from Helena Bonacar and Edward Norton, who both play brilliant supporting roles in this film. Man, I could talk about Fight Club all day if I could. It really is my favourite film of all time. If you haven't seen it before, I recommend you check it out. It'll be one of the best films you'll ever see. But right now, let's move on to Dave Finch's films from the 2000s. In the early 2000s, David Fincher brought out Panic Room in 2002 and Zodiac in 2007. Panic Room is a thriller film starring Jodie Foster and Kirsten Stewart, who play mother and daughter whose house gets burgled in the night by three burglars. The burglars are played by Forrest Whitaker, Dwight Yoakam and Gerard Leto. I actually watched Panic Room for the first time this year and I was kind of disappointed by it. I mean, Jodie Foster did have a good performance and it did have a good concept. I just think it was badly executed and I think this is one of Finch's poorest films. Yeah, this film wasn't for me. Zodiac, on the other hand, was quite an impressive movie. Starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo and Robert Downey Jr. Zodiac follows the story of the real-life case of the unsolved mystery of the Zodiac Killer. Zodiac feels a lot like Seven, but rather a fictitious story. Zodiac follows a real-life case and shows how these people are affected by it, how they obsess with it and how it takes over their lives. And it's just a really good film, and I highly recommend you check it out. In 2008, David Fincher directed The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Nominated for 13 Academy Awards, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button is about a man who ages in reverse. Brad Pitt plays the main character, Benjamin Button, and Kate Blanchett plays his love interest. I have seen this film, and I think Brad Pitt and Kate Blanchett pull off fantastic performances. However, as a film as a whole, I don't think this is good as compared with Finch's other films, but I definitely think you should check this out and give your own opinion on it. In 2010, David Fincher directed The Social Network, which was written by Aaron Sorkin. The Social Network is the story of how Mark Zuckerberg, played by Jesse Eisenberg in this film, created Facebook and a lawsuit surrounding it. The Social Network was a big success and went on to win three Academy Awards. 
The Social Network is one of David Fincher's best movies. However, it doesn't feel like a David Fincher film. It feels more like an Aaron Sorkin film. However, I think it's still good. And the best thing about this is, is Jesse Eisenberg's performance as Mark Zuckerberg. He is absolutely fantastic. I recommend you check out The Social Network if you want to know how Facebook's made. But overall, it's still a great film to watch. After the success of The Social Network, David Fincher went on to direct an American remake of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, starring Daniel Craig and Rini Mara. I haven't seen this film, so I'm not even in a comment on it. David Finch's most recent film was the 2014 hit Gone Girl. Starring Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike, Gone Girl tells the story of the disappearance of Amy Dunn and her husband being blamed as a prime suspect. Gone Girl was the first film by David Fincher that I went to see in cinema, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant, a real cinematic masterpiece. Thanks to the brilliant story, David Fincher's fantastic directing, and the performances from Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike, this became one of my favourite films of the 2010s, and my favourite film of 2014. Check it out, Gone Girl. If you haven't, check it out. It's a great film. Watch Gone Girl. After Gone Girl, David Fincher disappeared from film and went on to work on TV shows. He recently had been involved in TV series like House of Cards and Mindhunter, which are both on Netflix. <music> 2020 has been a hard year for us all, especially during this coronavirus pandemic. The pandemic's had a hard hit on the film industry as a whole, and several films have been delayed, and a lot of cinema chains have been shutting down. Thanks to Netflix, we can watch new releases at home from their streaming services. Throughout the years, Netflix has grown as a company, and has given us some of the best films to come out in recent years. With Fincher returning to direct Mank for Netflix, it's hopefully going to be a big success. I recently watched the trailer for this film, and it looks absolutely brilliant. Like... I really like the style of this film, like it looks like an old film from the 1940s, and the cast with Oldman and Seyfried, it's just going to be brilliant. And this is one of uh, a screenplay written by Fincher's dad, Jack, and it's going to be nice to see Fincher bring his father's vision to life. I'm really looking forward to Mank. So that was my David Fincher special and what I've learned from David Fincher's career is that you can go off from making a really bad film to making a series of brilliant films if you've got the right curtain to control for them. I'm really looking forward to seeing Mank and I think we're going to end the show here. Thank you for listening to the Fleming Film Show today. We're hoping to bring out a new episode soon. But for now, make sure you uh, subscribe to this podcast for more. Also, don't forget to check out Robbie's Reviews for daily film content every day. That's robbiesreviews.co.uk. Till next cu- time. Uh, blah. Let's do that again. Till next time, guys. Hope you all have a good day. See you soon.